ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever edition of Dream Pro Wrestling. Basically, the premise of the podcast is I am the big money owner of Dream Pro Wrestling. And I, you know, I've got the money and I know when I see something, I know that I like it or I know that I don't like it. I don't know what I'm looking for. So, I will be interviewing potential candidates for the role of head booker to come in. They'll also be given their prime or past their prime. They will be given unlimited funds. So, you know, all the money they might ever need ever. My special time machine. So they can go back and hire wrestlers from any time they want, whether they be alive or dead. Oh, they can do whatever they want, but they have to make the best wrestling card with just six matches. That's the premise of the show. Today's episode is with the one and only Retro. If you do want to find me on any social medias, my Instagram is edited by Archie, all one word. My Amino account is just called Archie, but, you know, there's not that many on there. Obviously, show the uh, podcast some love on Spotify and some love on Anchor. And as well, if you want to be a part of an episode of this, maybe later on, then why don't you comment on the Amino post? Or, even better, PM me, and I will get back to you about organising some sort of recording date. Just to up before we get into the uh, podcast, it turns out that, for some reason, the app has made Retro's audio incredibly echoey. Um, not really too sure why or how it's happened or how I can fix it. Um, it's almost unlistenable. Uh, and I'm very, very sorry to you as a listener if you if you try and listen to it. And also to Retro for basically wasting like an hour and 30 minutes. Um, not really too sure what's gone on. First time using the Anchor app to actually record anything, so uh, I mean it's on me, but it's it's not it's not the best case scenario. So yeah, it's a bit annoying and a little bit upsetting, but here's what it is. See if you can work out what you're saying. Probably not as easy considering we both have pretty northern accents. They enjoy. So it turns out that the audio actually gets better later on. Um, but if you can kind of get through the first part of it, you kind of get used to it and your hearing adjusts and, you know, your body's an amazing thing and you just evolve to be able to understand when your Macam friend has reverberating headphones plugged in. Well, thank you for joining me, Retro. Big Mr. Retro. That's the one. Before... Before we do start on this podcast, I have a pretty important question to ask you. Um, it's uh, it's not it's not an easy subject to be kind of broaching at this time. You know, a lot of speculation going on, and you know, no one really wants to weigh in with proper opinions yet because you don't know the full story. But this could potentially change the course of the wrestling world as we know it as fans. So. I put this to you, Retro. 
What are your thoughts on the rumours that Alicia Fox is potentially done with wrestling? This is... Right, right. As someone who's watched someone WWE, watched WWE since a child, like, I was about like, I was 2006, when I first saw watching wrestling, wrestling. Alicia Fox has always been there on my TV, on TV screen. screen. So, so, hearing that might change, that change is really hard really for me. Hard. Mm. She's always been there. So it's just, it's, it's really, like, it's really, it's really hard, I mean, hard to talk about. I mean, I suppose in many ways she is the mother of modern day professional wrestling. I think you know, she's I, the mother of all wrestling. I, I personally feel like she is a mother thing to me. I feel like I know her better than my mother. She's like one of the family. Every time she comes on the screen, wearing a captain's hat, screaming something completely nonsensical, it you know I go, oh, "There's the Alicia we all know and love." There's the Alicia that we need. See, I like how you mentioned family because the family member she reminds me of is my alcoholic aunt. Hmm. Because. There's a lot of similarities between the two. Both alcoholics. Yeah. Yeah. And both similarity. It's the only similarity. Oh, okay. Well, I suppose in that way they are both, well, pretty identical. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm fine. Actually, okay. that's a lie. Oh. Playboy Carty didn't drop the album as I've recorded on this, so I'm pretty heartbroken. It's fine, bro. I'm sure it'll, it'll be coming. It'll be, it's, it's all in the pipeline. Hope so. So, uh... Yeah, the, the kind of the structure to this is kind of a little bit up in the air, as it's the the first one I did, and it's kind of something I came up with an idea for about eight hours ago in the shower. So we'll see how this goes. This is probably going to go really well. Well, so as you'll have obviously heard in the uh, introduction, I uh, I've, I've explained the, the premise of. The, the show we, we all we all know it we all understand it big mr retro is the head booker for one show for my professional wrestling company and i provided him with unlimited funds so he can hire anyone he can buy anyone out of their job he can buy people out of their contracts he can he can do whatever he wants but i've also given him a time machine so he can go back in time get some wrestling and bring him back to the present day so that he can hold his dream event. My he dream has. Event. You have a total of six matches. Yep, yep. Actually, What's your I, first actually, match? Is it okay if I have one more? Oh, you could do a dark match. Yeah, a dark yeah, match. Dark match. Alright, so this is, your, this is your exclusive match. It wouldn't be included on the live TV broadcast, but it would be on the DVD. Yeah, DVD yeah. exclusive match. Yeah. Hidden in like the language settings. 
You can only watch it if you use the Spanish version. And you have to watch it in reverse. <laughs> Rewind. Because this isn't coming out on DVD, it's coming out on VHS. Video oh, yeah. Of course. It's only true for that. So, are you, are you starting with your dark match? I think I'll build up to the dark match. Oof. I'll see it in the I'll middle. Okay, that's a that's a yeah, that's one to keep uh, keep the listeners hooked. To keep everyone interested. Of course. So what's your first match? Match number one of the night. Match number one is the two thousand and seven Undertaker. Okay. Versus <laughs> Alistair Black. Ooh. I think people will probably be able to tell why I picked it, to be fair. So, would you say, so you're saying that 2007 Undertaker is peak Undertaker? Yes. yes. Peak Undertaker versus peak Ali Black? Yes. yes. 2007 Undertaker is undoubtedly peak, peak for me. So like whenever, whenever I'm kind of thinking of dream matches, I like to kind of think of an epic finish where they try and use their finishers, but like they they counter the other person's finisher into their finisher. But like, mm. I can't really think of a way that that's possible with Undertaker and Tommy. I'd, I'd go for the I'd copy um, that one spot from Taker versus Michaels, except instead of a top rope moonsault, it's Alistair's springboard moonsault, but caught in the tombstone. Oh, I have a really nice idea of it would it would pretty much bury Alistair kind of but I really like the idea of Undertaker and Raw selling a black mask it's just, just, just not moving just, just like would you would you do the whole Alistair doing his kind of taunt moonsault mm-hmm. in the sitting thing suicide dive yeah, yeah how many of those do you reckon you'd have Oh, probably about seven. Seven, yeah, seven or eight. So, so you need to get it in as many times as you can to let people know that Alice uh, knows how to cross his legs correctly. I feel like just just to just to prove to everyone that this is prime Taker. I think Taker should like nail one of his own. What moonsaults? Yeah, moonsault in the sitting cross leg just to pop the boys in the back. No, he needs to do one of those um, over-the-top planches, um, kill a cameraman and land on his neck. And then, and then no, land, land on his neck and roll through into sitting cross-legged. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> how real wrestlers get it done. And it's like, you know, it'll just... I think... What's your... It'll be really interesting. Do you think... Yeah, and who... they both wear black. Oh, yeah. To be fair, they are the only wrestlers who wear black. The only other wrestler who wears black is Batista, but he's too busy being Star-Lord, so he couldn't show up. No, Batista wears blue. Oh, crud, I forgot about 2014 Batista. <coughs> oh. That's not peak Batista. Blue-Tista. 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 Uh, how would you do? Would you have, like? I think the entrances could be proper, 
you know, you could do some interesting stuff with the entrances for the match as well. Oh yeah, well, I'd have an Undertaker come out at a top speed of 10 centimetres per year, like he always used to. Yeah, of course. When he'd walk really slowly, kind of like modern day Randy Orton speeds. Of course, then, yeah. Uh, I'd have Alistair in a coffin. Yeah. And the coffin door would be struck by lightning. And the door would open and he'd do the thing where he rises up, but out of the coffin. Yeah. And then the, the coffin would set on fire, signaling that he won't be buried like like, like Kane was in the 90s or whenever they had a buried alive man. Yeah. Even though the Undertaker lost. So that was just factually irrelevant. I don't know why I said that at all. To be fair, I think yeah. there's a couple of things you could do. Because obviously, if you wanted to properly mess with time, you could have Taker come down on his on his big motorbike <laughs> and then you can have Alistair Black like just kind of come out on an ATV no in, in his coffin but the coffin has wheels on the bottom <laughs> he, he <laughs> just red yeah he comes out in a coffin soapbox the, the kind of like the side just follow and he just zips down the ring <laughs> No engine power required, he just gets pushed off by like Tom Phillips or something. He's not doing anything now, he could help out. And then as soon as the the actual like the, the wheels bit hits the, the bottom of the ring, that's what actually lifts him up onto his feet. Because of sheer momentum just throws him like into the ring. Yeah, it's sl- when it slams into the side of the ring, it just gets projected. Or you could do, if you if you set up a ring uh, no, not a ring, a ramp. You could you can you can have it jump through the first set of ropes. He 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 separates himself from the board and lands on the far set of ropes, like springboard, moonsaults back, lands on his feet, and then down at the cross leg. And then he like turns his head and looks straight at the Undertaker, but instead of calling the Undertaker, he says "Hi, Mark," like when he called Dream Patrick that one time. And and all the boys in the back go. <sighs> Vince McMahon just has a heart attack. But does she mention of the name Mark? I don't even know who Mark is. Mark Callis Calloway. Just ev- everyone erupts. Raw dog just collapses. I, I don't know how those works backstage. John Laurinaitis. Um, um, commits seppuku. <laughs> What what would Heyman do? Just kind of go. Paul Heyman doesn't know how to spell the word "kayfabe." Besides, when he does, I, I, I'm not even going to try and understand what he, like he doesn't know how to spell the word "kayfabe." I don't know if that's the best or worst insult ever. <laughs> he doesn't even know how to spell kayfabe. I feel oh, like... I think that's one of your favourite insults. Whatever, mate. You don't even know how to spell the word kayfabe. You have to use that next time. Some crackhead tries to, like, steal my money at knife point. Nah, mate. You don't even know how to spell the word kayfabe. Can half my money if they spell it correctly. 
what if what if he's rising out of his coffin, but he only goes up like forty five degrees, and then he's hoisted in the air like that um, Shawn Michaels entrance where he comes down on a zip wire, and he like oh, he yeah. goes up, zooms down in the ring. I'm not, I think um, I'm not even going to finish that sentence. Never mind. Why? But I t- <laughs> it's the first episode. I don't know how edgy I should go with that. No, we'll go. go well, was it going to involve um, Owen Hart? Of course it was. Yeah. I think I'll leave it at that, actually. I think I'll let people's um, imaginations. Yeah, of course. What was going to be said. I think um, people can probably conjure up way worse than what I was actually going to say. Oh, yeah, we'll just leave it to their imagination. <laughs> they can decide how bad the thing I said was. Choose your own offensive joke. Interactive episode. Yeah. That's it when I was down the line. <laughs> like like um, those old boots. Well, oh, yeah. You should turn to page 28 if you want to execute the child. Turn to page 14 to not. I had one of them, and I, I the first time I did it, I did it with my dad, and it was like it was bedtime. He's like, right, one more time for it, and I chose the wrong one, and I got killed by the Wookiee, and I, I genuinely cried. <laughs> by the Wookiee. Yeah, because basically I could either like, basically I, I bumped into him in some sort of in some Jedi temple somewhere, and I could either go, oh, I'm really sorry, mate, and bow my head and be like, oh, I really didn't mean it. Or I could draw my lightsaber and he just like ripped my head off of my arms or something. <laughs> I don't think there's any realm where someone draws a lightsaber and just gets the head ripped off. Yeah, well, the thing is, I went full heel turn and, you know, the <laughs> like the heels. Yeah, you <laughs> Proper 70s wrestling fans. You got your comeuppance. Yeah. From that heel turn. The only one of those I ever had was, it was like a childhood, but it was really, really adult. Right. Like, like, there was a female love interest, and I'm pretty sure there was a straight up drama that was like, turn to page 52 to switch walls. I'm not going to say I remember what it was called, but I don't. But uh, shout out uh, my school library. Do you know what? In my, in my primary school library, there was these um, like spy books, but they were like, I think they were like the cherub books or something. But yeah, they were properly uh, yeah, a little bit inappropriate. Speaking of weirdly inappropriate, shout out uh, uh, Beast Quest. Beast Quest is a banger as well. Yeah, it started out soon, but I can't remember which one it was. I think it was when he did a spin off series about the origins of all the animals from the first. Like, seizing. What? On the first page, when a graphic depiction of some guy's blood was the main character, like, stepped over his corpse on the battlefield, and I remember when I was, like, 12, and I thought it was, not 12, Christ, when I was, like, 10. I thought it was, like, the coolest thing of all time. That's proper rock and roll. Yeah, it was was hardcore. Speaking of hardcore... Go on, then. Finally gonna segue into my second match. Wait, no, 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 there's a few things you got to do before you spiral into hardcore. First of all, is it a good match? Wallace what? versus Tiger. Yeah. That's like a solid 3.75. Oh, 
Okay, three point seven five. What does what does Big Dave Meltzer give it? Three point seven five. All right, all right. That's what Yeah, so most um, casual fans like think it's like a four and a half star. Yeah, they think it's like three times what Dave gave it, or yeah, just slightly under it because they think that they're like edgy and they know better than Dave Meltzer. Yeah. yeah, most um, people on Twitter would probably give it a, f- a four or a four point two five. So yeah, you got your your Dave Meltzer. Wrestling Observer, Observer newsletter rating and your Twitter rating. Mm-hmm. And finally, the most important question of all: Who goes over? Taker goes over. And what's what's the final what's the final thing that's left on our screen is of the of the end of the match? It's um, the Undertaker does his whole bit like he's like exiting and but yeah. like without leaving the ring yet. Alistair never rolls away after taking the tombstone. Okay. He stays flat in the middle of the ring. Undertaker looks down at him as he's about to leave, and he turns his back. And when he turns his back, Alistair sits up. He sits up like the taker, but then he crosses his legs. Falls and it sets up a second match. Did have a rematch at some point? Yeah. Don't worry, match was much better than the first. Much better. Yeah, I'll score the third match. Got to do 50 50 bumping. Yeah. Actually, yeah, third match never happens. Even better. Third match never happens because Taker's contract runs out. He has to go back to 2007. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, has to, he has to go back to 2007. At least from 2007, managed to get their way through to 2019. Right, right, Taker. You're legally required to be on this next show. Just to go back to 2007, Sean McCall. And that's, yeah. And, he, and you know, he, well, he can't do anything. He's under contract. Exactly. There's nothing we can do to prevent it. We just have to accept it. Third match never happens. Third match never happens. Oof. I feel like that's a very strong start. Oh, I, I, it's gonna get stronger. So, so with with you were spiraling out using hardcore. Tell me about your yeah. second match. Well, well, most people most choose hardcore, hardcore as a way to segue into an actual, actual hardcore wrestler. Okay. But I'm segueing into someone who lived a hardcore lifestyle. <gasps> Shout, Shout out to my boy Drew, because this next match is Roderick Strong. Versus Chris Benoit. And that was the worst way to ever introduce Chris Benoit match. Just a bit. <laughs> um, to be fair, <laughs> I've had, I've, I had, a, you know, just a little idea of maybe how you could, how you could set this up on the on the on the weekly version of the show before the uh, pay per view. Um, it's a tag match, um, but and, and the the big it's a it's Benoit Strong and I don't know Santino Morella um, versus oh, yeah, yeah. versus the three MB, um, yeah, and that's the that's the raw main event, um, and and uh, maybe maybe the feud could start between um, Benoit and. 
uh, Roderick Strong because um, just like has happened before, Benoit killed his partner. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's all right. Is that all right? Is that a thing? Can I say that? It's your podcast. I know. Will I get, will I get cancelled? <laughs> Cancel, insert name of whatever this podcast is called. Trending on Twitter worldwide. I only made one edgy joke about Chris Benoit killing his partner. I haven't even made mine yet. Oh, go on then. I need to build up to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, it's a good way to build up a feud, but I had a, I had a slightly different idea. Okay. Now, as many people know, Roger Strong lives in a caravan. Yeah. He lives in a trailer. He's white trash. But he's a family man. He has a wife and a child. Okay. Roderick claims to be the best ever wrestler in the world who also loves his child and does a crossface. Okay. Chris, on the other hand, thinks he's the best wrestler who does a crossface and loves his son, Daniel. Wait, inter- interestingly, if you're gonna if you're importing Benoit from the past, he won't have killed his wife and child yet. Yeah, it's two thousand and six Benoit, not two thousand and seven Benoit. Oh, two thousand and seven Tiger. The two thousand and seven Benoit. Wait, I'm one of the in the ring. Backstage, Taker would try and kill Benoit. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, Tiger knows and he just doesn't kill him. Yeah, he just sits there. Yeah, because yeah. he's he's already dead, so he doesn't care if someone else is about to die. Yeah. He'll, he'll have more friends in the underworld or wherever he lives. Death Valley, that's where he's from. Yeah, he is the dead man. Yeah, probably he gets on really well with Benoit's wife, which is why he doesn't prevent her murder. I mean, he didn't, am I right? <laughs> well, according to rumours... Well, I mean, apart from Benoit... According to rumours, everyone here who's read into conspiracy theories knows who also used to get on with his wife. Who's that? I forgot his name... But he's, um... Oh, God, what's God is his name, actually? He's the guy who used to be married... To... Kevin, Benoit. Kevin, Kevin Feige, Feige? No, that's the guy from Marvel. Yeah, no, Kevin Feige. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Feige. <laughs> no, but, yeah, he he married Nancy Benoit. Yeah, so Nancy Benoit was was getting getting a bit too close with Kevin Feige, and that's why Chris decided that that was the end. Yeah, the whole yeah. Benoit family. That that's Benoit. That was that, yeah. That was when everything kicked off. Yeah, yeah. yeah it sounds about right. Oh dear. Yeah. This is a, a downwards turn, hasn't it? This is when this... downhill fast. Right, where were we? They um, both love. Yeah, they both yeah, do they both... Um, do cross faces cross... and love their family. Yeah. So they're going in respectfully. But also yeah. try to just prove who the better man is. Of it's course. A respect storyline. 
Okay. Or you can put the goal with the murder of Santino Morata. Depends whatever. Yeah. Both work. We could both we could both pitch our individual ideas to the board and see which yeah. ones. I say we do both at the same time. Okay. Combine the two. It starts off respectfully until Roderick's best friend Santino Morata is murdered in ring in a boxing match. By Benoit. Yeah, because people just can't believe it. Everyone wanted Santino to win. He, he didn't speak Benoit a boxing match the year before. Right. And before they became good friends. And Roderick's wife's telling him, you can't win, Roddy. You can't win. That's uh, Marie Shafir. Yeah, yeah Marie yeah. Shafir. To which he replies, Maria, I can do it. And then he does it in the name of that fight. And we get sued by whoever directed Rocky Ford. To be fair, I would imagine in his last days, from what I've heard about Benoit, apparently he had the brain of like a 90-year-old. Yeah, and his heart was two times as big as it should have been. Blood, yeah. It's a bit insane when you think about it. I mean, to be fair, when he's, when he's, with his heart being twice the size, it's probably the same size as uh, Triple H. Yeah. Uh, the, the, jo- the joke is, the, the joke, um, the reason it's funny is because Triple H big, Chris Benoit small. But you see, you see, his heart was twice the size, so surely there's just more love to be shared. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Yeah. If there's one thing, if there's one thing that Chris Benoit is guilty of, it's loving his family too much. <laughs> no, he he wasn't selfish. He didn't abandon them. He took them oh, to God. <laughs> so, but but no, on a, on a, on a serious talk, if we can possibly get to one of those. Apparently, if Chris Benoit didn't kill himself when he did, he would have died within the week anyway. Alright. I can't remember where I read that. But apparently, because of how horrific his body was, he would have died that week. No matter what. Okay. Which is a bit... A bit bizarre. Yeah, he was like... He was writing letters to um, Eddie Guerrero, wasn't he? Um, I actually haven't heard about that. Yeah, apparently he was writing letters to Guerrero, who'd already passed away. Yeah. yeah. E. Anyway, on to lighter stuff. Tell, tell me about this match. I would be a classic traditional wrestling match, to be fair. Do some grappling for about um, 20 minutes or however long, long enough to appease um, Jim Cornette. Yeah. Then they'd uh, get out the grapple and grab some hard chops, some Ooh. big kicks. Okay. And then it'd get stiff and stiff until eventually Chris would hit German. And the second this German suplex gets hit, it just becomes a war of who can be chopped on their head the most. To the point where they're literally trying to, like, they're jumping off the top rope on their head. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they okay. just um, start spiking themselves. 
Or like Brock Lesnar style, or just like up and straight down. Oh, I think oh, we should go um, all like Brock Lesnar and just do a shooting star press and have on the head. Fair enough. But yeah, there's not much to say. I just kind of like the concept of this one. So, who? We know. What's your, What's the Dave Meltzer Russian Observer newsletter? Rating five stars, and what's the Twitter rating? Five stars. Actually, can I change Dave's rating to six? Six. Yeah, of course you can. Oh, Dave gives it a six. Dave gives it a, a big six star. Big six. Big, not as good as Kenny Okada three. Oh, yeah, the Okada match. Yeah, the greatest match ever. Doesn't Jim Connor have like a really weird rating where it's so, like? The best matches rated like twelve ampersand C X. I quite like him. I can't lie. I quite like him. I find him funny, and he's funny. I was but as an act, but as like, a, like an actual critique. Like, I think he's like pretty bad at that. Have you been watching NWA Power? Um, no, but I've heard oh. of it. But I've heard oh. of it. I mean, I saw the thumbnail and watched wrestling got in. It's it's all on YouTube, mate. Uh, yeah, well, all free on YouTube. YouTube. Darik, and you should definitely check it out. This is just NWA. Yeah. Like so, Magnus, big Magnus yeah. from TNA. Mhm. British Gladiator. Interestingly, I did a, I did a, did a, a little poster, not not for them. I just quite like the show, and Big Josephus liked it and commented, very very cool, and Tim Storm, Tim Storm himself liked it as well, and that was the highlight of my yesterday. Just trying to get Magnus to see it. Oh, I tagged him, but I, I didn't want to be too persistent because. He's he's got other things to be doing. He's got to defend the NWA World's Championship. Yeah, I don't know. He might come back for the season. Season, season. Never know. Never, never know. Who we have hosting it? I don't know what. Hosting the next season of Gladiator. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't even know Gladiator. It's not, but. Oh, is it not? I think it died in the 80s. No, because if it died in the 80s, then how could Magnus have been a former gladiator? Uh, no, you make a good point. Uh, I, don't know, I just kind of imagined it was like Fort Bayard. I don't know. Anyway, I'd have, I'd have Ryland hosting it. Oh, Ryland, as in the guy who cried on X Factor. Yeah, him. <laughs> uh, oh, if I had picked someone to host Gladi, I'd pick up. Did you ever watch the absolutely horrific show known as Celeb School Dating? Oh, yeah. Do you know Tom? Um, receptionist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd have, <laughs> I'd have him do it. Yeah. It'd be so out of place. <laughs> You could have, and then on commentary, 
Jim Connor and Ryland. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe throw Piers Morgan on. Piers Morgan's a post-show interview. <laughs> just, just to be really overly edgy. <laughs> like, make sure that the show gets cancelled after one season. He'll just, he'll just out of the blue just say something like, oh, I hate black people. I think you did out there and Pittsburgh goes oh, and by the way I dislike all Muslims <laughs> that'd be a pretty good way for the show to go out just Pierce Morgan goes on like a, a racist tirade just being more racist safe not even his own yeah and I hate the whites as well I hate them crackers <laughs> nothing worse than a honky <laughs> Yeah, it's just, yeah. goes after everyone. The show gets cancelled. And then on, on Good Morning Britain, he's just like, David did, don't even think I did anything wrong, to be fair. Like, I was just... I was just... Representing my rights as a penguin. <laughs> guess you just guess you just can't handle the truth. <laughs> can't handle the truth. Christ, got here. Anyway... Uh, anyway, Chris Benoit. Yeah, wait, what? Uh, so. Give it a five. Twitter, give it a five. I thought Meltzer gives it a six. Oh, yeah, Meltzer gives it a six. Yeah, and then who goes over? Roddy goes over, proving he's the ultimate family man. But then this year comes afterwards. <laughs> So, so far, you've got 2007 Undertaker going over present-day Alistair Black as your first match, and present-day Roderick Strong going over 2006 Chris Benoit. Yes. Okay. What's your third match? My third match is none other than Kazuchika Okada. Okay. Versus John Cena. Oh, I'm seeing this this one now while my brain's still partly works. This probably would end up being the main event because this is my dream match ultimate of all right. ever, of all time ever. Yeah, this is the match I want to see most in this world. Is there a certain time period for Cena? I'd say 2016. 2016. Do you ever have that match with AJ? The match is with AJ. Right. Indeed. Yeah, 2016 Sailor. Versus Kazuchi Okada from 2017. Do you know what? I can't fault it in any way. And 20, 2017 Archie would have been absolutely buzzing at the prospect of that. It's, it's just overall banger of a match to be fair it, I, I don't know I am excited for it now obviously Cena goes over yeah but they shake hands yeah, yeah they shake hands Cena throws his hand in the air points to them looks at the camera and says this kid's good I can't lie kid you put up a good fight but you just won't for the leader of the Cena nation you have hustle, you have loyalty, and you have respect. You respect don't have the grit that it needs to beat me. Do, 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 do. 
Yeah, and John Cena majestically just runs away, no selling the entire two-hour classic that he just took part in. No, he, he sells he sells it up to he sells it halfway up the ramp, and they turn around. That's in the sprint. Yeah. <laughs> I can't literally go like a broken arm. He just beat stuff on the chest. I could go another one. <laughs> I've got another one in me. And then the crowd start chanting, one more match, one more match. Yeah, and then he just wrestles someone else for another hour. He wrestles, I don't know, Jim Cornette on commentary. <laughs> Roland's beat down of Jim Cornette for one hour. And they have a 10 star classic. Tennis record on a ball match. Oof. Anyway, is that, do, you, do you remember that Bailey Alexa Bliss match that was the kendo stick on kendo a pulse? Christ, Bailey gets the kendo, the kendo stick and she like raises it and decides, oh, it's not the right thing to do. I had, a, beat, beat. I had a thought the other day that's basically just wooden stick on metal stick as a match. It is, like, yeah, it's stick, it's stick, it's stick. Metal stick. Well, it has to be said, I'm just going to say it right now. Alexa Bliss versus Bailey Feud is the reason that people don't take women seriously. Do you think? Yes. Yeah. In every I situation. It's the reason like I hear women. I really don't feel like Alexa Bliss needs to be doing anything other than cutting promos at this point. Yeah. yeah. As long as it's not Bailey, this is your life, girls. Because that literally made me consider suicide. It was so rough. There and then. And I liked Bailey a lot at the time. Um, but so I no, was not content. That's, that's her, her ex-boyfriend and her mate. Oh my god, they did the kiss on the lips. Oh... <laughs> It's like the most year five like drama that it was just your best mate who you've known for twenty years is gonna neck on with your ex and you just have to stand there and take it. It's like Jordy Shaw. You can get your revenge this Sunday at Hell in a Cell when we'll fight fight out to try and be the first person to whap the other person on the back with a piece of wood. Oh, the reason Hillary didn't win the 2016 elections. Do you think that so? Feud. Yeah. yeah. I don't even remember when the feud was. Probably after 2016 elections, but... It's definitely a reason. Have you ever noticed that um, Hillary Clinton, Maggie Thatcher, and um, Theresa May all have the same haircut? <laughs> Not until now. <laughs> I think they all have the same wig. They all have the same weave creator. So if you notice that they always mentioned Hillary Clinton's name, we're going to go missing in seven days. Got prison and then suddenly all the guards will be asleep. No, Jeffrey, don't commit suicide. No, no, no. This would be very, very bad. It would be terrible if Jerry Epstein commits suicide and didn't allow all those nonsense to go to prison. <laughs> please don't commit suicide, please. I really need my husband to get charged on for being a paedophile. 
That's what she was saying. That's what Hillary was saying. But Jeremy yeah. Epstein. No. And all the guards that were tra- meant to try and stop him were going, there's nothing we can do, ma'am. He's going to do it. <laughs> we don't know it's not, it's how he managed drinking. to put the gunshots to the back of his head. We were asleep. We- Sorry. Have you heard about the court judge who was going to do Epstein's trial? Yeah, he also did the, what was it, the Martin Luther King assassination. Was it? Yeah, he did something to do a fan. He was also the person he... he no, no, wait, no. What when GFK was assassinated, like, he was in the room. When, oh, no, 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 no. Um, I don't what? Think of, ignore everything I just said. Wasn't it the, um... The, the, you know, the mortician? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. He saw both the bodies of MLK and GFK. And M- MJF as well. <laughs> MVP. When, uh, when MGF and MVP were notoriously assassinated. TJP. Oh, and TJP notoriously slapped his own bone cheeks during sex. <laughs> yeah, he definitely does. He actually did his ex-girlfriend like out him for that Oh dear. Can't be as bad as what Ricochet does to his cheeks though, am I right? Uh, to be fair, he's already so far up his own ass, quite literally <laughs> and Yeah, maybe it's just a thing with High Fly, he's been so far up there, you know, like Will Ospreay. Yeah. Do you think when Ricochet shoved his finger in, it made a, a gunshot sound like during his entrance? <laughs> no. Do you know which? Um, do you know? Do you know what? Uh, what finger was used? Which one? Do you know, do you know how many it was? How many? Uh, one and only. <laughs> Big. He put his one and only finger in there when he pulled it out and went, which way? <laughs> and he, he just hit a 720 moon stop. On his own testes. Yeah. One and only. He did a 630 degree senton, so he landed on his head instead of like, like his back. I should not be a 610. No, he did, so he did, but the thing is, he did 630, but he did it from, um, being on his back, so he ended up on his feet, and then he drops down in a cross-leg sitting position, takes his back off and he's like a black. And he challenges on to take uh, his second his second match. And they go to fight. Amazing. And the take it takes off his mask and it's Jim Connor. Jesus Christ, it's Jim Connor. <laughs> this would this would be spectacular. I don't know why they don't do this to be honest. Yeah, I mean, we need more hyper-realistic masks. If Johnny Knoxville can afford one to make himself look like someone's granddad, a million, billion, trillion dollar company can afford a few masks. Do you know what it is? It's WWE not caring about the fans enough. Yeah, sounds right, but if it's any, like... Consolidation, whatever the word is. Consolation. Came up consolation. I've got an easier way for Alistair Black to impersonate Ricochet instead of a hyper-realistic mask. Damn. Yeah, he's just like, first he gets a tub of black face paint. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> and that's it. Yes, 
Alistair Blackface. <laughs> that, that's, the way, that's the way they're going to go about it. I'm actually surprised that Blackface hasn't been used in the WWE since DX. Like, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if they used it. I think Alexa Bliss should black up. I, <laughs> I think Rusev should use it in his Bobby Lashley feud as a way to get on his skin. Quite literally. <laughs> If, if there's one if there's one wrestler who's going to black up who would it be? Hmm. I reckon JBL would do it. Oh, JBL probably has before I mean, this is like try to keep it covered. He's probably in blackface right now as we speak. Yeah. Every time it hits John O'Clock it's been said. They um Vince actually wanted JBL back for one more match, but um, JBL said he'd only do it if he was allowed to do it in blackface. And even Vince thought that was a bad idea. He let Roddy Piper do it. <laughs> oh, Roddy Piper was only in half blackface, so I make it less bad. We should, um, on a, as a different podcast, we should we should build a faction of um, people in blackface. So you'd have DX, Piper, Joe Weller, <laughs> Justin just Trudeau. Justin Trudeau is the greatest Canadian Prime Minister. It's very Do evident that he's a gamer. Do you think that's a, that's a pretty solid stable? It is. We can also add um, the entire main cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, and Robert Downey Jr. Oh my god, I need to watch Tropic Thunder immediately. Uh, the last, uh, I, I've got it recorded on my Skybox. I went to watch it and then... If you cut it on keep. Yeah, of course <laughs> I have. The only thing I have on keep, and it shows how, how it's been there since um, the Dark Ages, is the debut of a My Chemical Romance music video. <laughs> oh, that's on. Why? I don't know. No one's ever deleted it. Just gonna sit yeah. there. And also, Doctor Who at the Proms 2010. Oof. Which is a I classic. Think, I think maybe up until maybe a couple of weeks ago, we still had the London 2012 opening ceremony in our keep. So, do you remember the 2012 Olympics? I was actually in Florida. Lads holiday, but but every single like restaurant or bar was showing the Olympics, so it doesn't make a difference. Why is my dog in My house is being broken into. To be fair, I heard all the police going past earlier. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you know what? This has gone on such a tangent. Yeah, this is, this has went horrifically in terms of what was meant to be said. John Cena versus Okada. Not much to say. It's a five star classic. Yeah, I mean to be fair, the the time we we would have spent talking about it was spent talking about other stuff because like what what else could you say like big match John yeah. big match big match John 
course order. Five star on every front, everyone thinks it is. Finish is, um, Okada goes for Rain Mega. He pulls John towards him. John hits a shoulder tackle. Picks him up, hits four ears in a row. Takes him to the top rope, hits a super ear. Rolls through, hits another four ears and wins. I like it, I like it. Keeps Okada looking strong because you got literally obliterated to be able to be pinned. But um, at the end but, of the day, it doesn't matter because he can't, he won't get over in America because Vince won't allow him to because he's Japanese. Yeah. To be fair, I think, I think that was uh, Vince's thinking about Bala. Like, Bala spent so much time in Japan that Vince was like, nah, he, he might as well be Japanese to me. Yeah, yeah. And the only we'll reason make. he likes AJ is because AJ spent enough time in TNA. And he is as, with his certain boys. See, the only reason AJ got a push in WWE is because Vince saw the old clips of him using homophobic slurs. And he thought it was really funny. So he gave him a push. God damn it, that's, that's the man I've been looking for. <laughs> ah, man, I understand business. Give him the belt. Which belts, Vince? All of them. Give him all the belts. <laughs> it's an accurate depiction of how it went down. In fact, yeah, Vince didn't know who AJ Styles was. Yeah, before. yeah. He, didn't, he, he didn't want him in the room, because he was one day he before the audience, the audience or who he was. He was. <laughs> what a guy. To be fair, they, 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 they managed to mess up his... Rumble entrance as well by just yeah. going to Roman Reigns looking absolutely dumb. <laughs> Roman Reigns looking baffled. <laughs> just kind of stood there, absolutely yeah. dead. Yeah. But that's more important to see than literally the bi- the biggest independent wrestler of the time just walking out and putting yeah, his hands up. Live audience got to see I am phenomenal. All we saw was a bloke come out in a key in a with a hood on, and he takes his hood off, and oh my god, it's. Former TNA World Champion AJ Styles. With his mum haircut. Yeah, he wants to see And Hillary Clinton. And Maggie Politician haircut. But yeah, it's a five star classic. And what did Twitter say? Five stars, everyone agrees. Everyone agrees on five stars. Everyone agrees. It's the greatest match of all time. Big match, Jonathan, going over. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with that. Is it time for the dark match? Yes, I won't go into any details, such from the finish, because you don't rate a dark match. Yeah, of course. But basically, I'm going to have Katsuyori Shibata. Alright. Take it on Hollywood Hogan. Right. To many people, that will probably just sound like a really, really weird mix. Yeah. That's because it is. And what's the... (laughs) I don't... Uh, I guess the finish is... um... Shibata goes for a penalty kick. Um, Hogan ducks under, does a kip up. Right. <laughs> um, doesn't have uh, the 
the horrific move where you pick someone up and drop them down on their feet and then go, ah. Kind of right. what's called. It's like the worst wrestling move of all time. I want to see Atomic, atomic Drop. Well, when you drop them, like, you drop them, like, with my like, ass on a knee. Yeah, yeah. And it just right, kind yeah. of looks like they hurt their feet. Yeah. Yeah, he does one of them. All the cells falls on the floor and acts like that's been shot. Yeah. But he kips up anyway because he's shabbat his heart's nails, but he kips up into a big boot. Leg drop, leg drop. Game, match all that. And how long is the match? 45 minutes long. 45 minute long dark match. Yes, yes. Everyone's gone. Well, Considering how many Japanese people have been on the show, just a lot of rather large audience members. Yeah. Eating a lot of food, drinking a lot of energy drinks, so they need to have a bathroom yeah. break. Of course. Um, uh, but for the few people who enjoy watching um, weeaboo wrestling that aren't overweight, they get a stained watch. A creative wrestler that they'll all be familiar with. Taking on Tatiori Shibata. I like it. Can you give me? Can you give me your retro rating? Honestly, yeah, probably like two and a half stars. It's going to be unbelievably average. Fair enough. It's just a poo break match. Probably incels in the audience. And they all go wild for it. Mm-hmm. But what about this? It's never filmed. So the only people who ever saw it happen were the audience. And no one ever believed it because there's no recorded footage. Yeah, it gives a lot of mistake. Well, and there was an awesome legend. To stop them from recording. There'll be one photograph of the match and it'll be like a curtain call and sit on all over again. It's Triple H takes the floor. He gets punished backstage for it. Well, but goddammit, it was worth it. <laughs> but anyway, but following up on that, I'm going for Vera versus Walter. <laughs> Many that people will think this is because they're huge. But it's actually because you have similar names. See this match is a gimmick. Gimmick match. Yeah. The loser loses the big van before then. And loser loses white. Walter becomes big van Walter if he wins. He is big van Walter. Yeah. But Vader used to be big van Vader. So the winner gets the nickname. And the winner keeps it. Yeah, the loser loses it. And the the loser becomes small than Vader. Small than just just small. Small Vader or small Volta. Yeah, Yeah. also if Volta loses, his name has to go into all the work camps. Oof. So so even small Volta is small (laughs) Volta. There's a lot on the line for this man. Yeah. There's a lot to be wrong. 
Okay, tell me, tell me a little bit about the match then. Um, well, uh, well, well, uh, only hit chops, chops. and one German suplex and one powerbomb because mm-hmm. because it's garbage. garbage. <laughs> Vader hits only open palm strikes to the chest and Vader bombs. Okay. The match goes for seven minutes. Yeah. And comes out at half a star. Half a star. It's not going to be great. Not the match of the night. I could do a full rundown of everything that happened, basically. Damn it. Wait, how long is it? It's about seven minutes. It'll take about 20 seconds to explain it for. Um, Match starts, Walter runs up, running drop kick. Vader no sells, Walter hits five million chops in the German. Vader no sells, pulls him in the ice, slaps him on the chest, knocks him to the ground. Vader goes up top, hits about 15 Vader bombs in a row. Okay. Gets off, hypes himself, Walter no sells, hits a power bomb, March ends. That was exactly 20 seconds. I hope that really actually was. It was watching on the timer. <laughs> I wish that was like a planned 20 seconds. You, you were already making the calculations as you were saying it. <laughs> I, I had my um, dog counting on his fingers for me. Is it one or one? Who goes over then? Yeah, well, 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 it goes over heavily. It's the one power bomb and gets the one, two, three. Well, it goes up. Sudden, all the data bombs. Right, yeah. I'm sorry, I, I, didn't, I didn't catch the end of the match because I was, I was counting so intensely. Doing intense mathematics. So, what goes over? What goes over? Becomes big fan faller, bigger stick fan faller. And all the letters are caps. Yeah, yeah, Vader becomes small Vader. And retires? Yeah, he retires from sheer. I'll give this, like, well, it's two stars. I know it's about. It's like a one star match. So Malta overreacts and gives it minus 10. People on Twitter give it like one star or half a star. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I, I can't I can't argue with that. Sam and Miller gives it the brown bell. Well referenced. Best way I can put it. So now you've got you got two left. Yeah, I need to get the fans back on my side. So I'm going to follow up with um, a match to get all of the marks really excited. Okay. Kenny Omega. Oh. Taking on Johnny Gargano. No time machine required. They just kind of go at it for an hour. Yeah. 60 minute draw finish. Everyone's, all the the marks give it a 10 minute standing ovation. Standard action needs to be longer than the actual match. Yeah, two hours. Dave Meltzer gives it eight stars. Best match he's ever seen. 
and everyone on Twitter gives it gives it a five. It's just a masterpiece. I'm happy with it. So, so it goes. It goes an hour. Is it a nine, Mama? That's a regular one on one. It's to draw. Because um, no one could be harmed in this match. No one could go over. So, so oh, has, it, has it just got a time limit? Yeah. Yeah. Classic right. Japan rules because it's the only rules everyone in the audience understands. Fair enough. Because none of them watch the A. Like, go real wrestling fans. It's too much weird there, wrestling. Speaking of, you, do you watch um? Do you watch that Stardom stuff? I've seen bits and pieces here and there. Is it is it good? It's, it's uh, I mean, like like in all seriousness, it's pretty easy to watch because all the none of the matches like go over ten minutes. All oh, right. Um. Oh, yeah. One noticeable thing I've seen, all of the strikes, they're like, they're like, pretty much every wrestler on the roster does a drop kick. Yeah. But I'm yet to see anyone do a good drop kick. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. There's one really weird thing. Every move looks normal, besides from drop kicks. They look like they just don't hit at all. Like, they look really unimpactful. That's where, like, Kyrie Sane came from, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. Except Kyrie can do drop kicks. He or she is. Yeah, but to be fair, they're just, like, three of the best, like, women's wrestlers in the world. Exactly. Well, of course, Uh, besides from Dakota Kai, the greatest women's wrestler of all time. Of course. To be fair, Australasia really got some of the best women's wrestling. Yeah, yeah. They're all in the E now. Best they wrestling are. company. In the world. That's why I can't watch Roman Reigns to destroy Shinsuke Nakamura. Win the IC Championship the way he should. Yes. Dead. 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 Big dog, ooh I actually genuinely really want Roman Reigns to win. I don't even know why. <laughs> I have an inexplicable love for Roman Reigns. Why? I don't know. It's only came about recently. Since since Eric Rowan tried to murder him, felt really bad. Not my favourite wrestler on the roster. But... <laughs> I don't think uh, Eric Rowan just looks a bit inflated <laughs> what like in a learning sense yeah <laughs> he looks like someone put like a balloon pump inside of him and physically inflated the man never never thought about it so no, I can't see I do think he looks inflated Yes, he does. Hmm. So that's it to be it for another day. 
Well, I have balloons in front of me for me to like experiment with. Let's see if you can make a Eric Rowan balloon. Let's see if I can make one the, like the shape of Eric Rowan. I think it doesn't help you wear that like boiler. I used to wear that boiler suit thing. I used to despise the boiler suit. <laughs> like brain, brain blue. I mean, yeah, they look like weird hillbillies, but they still look like kind of normal. But Eric Rowan just looked like he'd escaped prison. Not, not a very good prison. A bad prison. No, like kind of a, kind of a really average mid-tier prison. For people who've done really boring crimes like drug possession. A mid-card prison. <laughs> mid-card <laughs> prison, yeah. And to be fair, I think Eric Rowan will always be in the prison that is mid-card. He's done feuding with Roman now. He's going to the lower card prison, undercard prison. He'll be, he'll be facing Cedric Alexander. He's going to, going to, going to fight Zach Rado in the event next week. Finally, the, the triple threat we've all been waiting for. Zach Ryder, Eric Rowan and Cedric Alexander. Did you know that Alistair Black wrestled a match on main event when he was still in the next city? No. Yeah, versus son. Uh, oh Christ, what's his name? Kurt Hawkins. Why? I don't have a clue. It's kind of happened. No one, in the, no one in the crowd cheered when he came out. How, how, how long was it between that and then him getting called up with Ricochet then? A while he, th- he wasn't even champion yet. Oh my god, what? Um, so, so just like no one knew him. Well, well, if we, like, I don't know, it was, it was really weird because I, I don't know if it was on the actual episode of the main event, but it was on the WWE YouTube channel. And that's how I've seen it. And at least I know this from memory, no one changed. I know that he wrestled on the first. Not actually in the tournament, but he wrestled a match on the tournament okay, show okay. Um, of the UK. Yeah, versus yeah. Um, X-Pac. Um, what, what was it? He wrestled the devil. <laughs> but didn't he wrestle him as... Um, Tommy, Tommy Tommy End. End. <laughs> That's your... Nasty bit of trivia. Tommy End, one of them. If you search okay. Tommy End, a picture of a really fat Alistair Black comes up. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I remember, I remember someone repped Tommy End on Amino before he like joined uh, WWE. We love to mention that cursed place. Render. Can't pick Tommy End. Tommy, Tommy Render. I didn't realise that we were going to mention um, the cursed land on here. Yeah, well. I d- I, yeah, I don't know. Me as well. Shout out to no one, because I hear everyone on there. <laughs> anyway. I can't. The same. I've got a lot of great friends on, on Amina. 
I, I despise everyone. Even... Yes. If everyone, um, anyone who's from there who's listening to us now... Hear you. Yeah. Alive. Have you all heard that? You heard it here first, Retro hates you. Anyway, segue from that. Show me Dark Dino versus Kenny Omega. It's the best match of all time. The greatest match of all time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Strong. Best match of all And they shake hands at the end. Yeah. For 10 minutes. <laughs> the, no, the thing is, they have to shake hands for the whole time that um, the crowd applauded. So that's two hours. Yeah. Now it's time for the final match. Final match. Mhm. Here we go. I have got 2005 Shawn Michaels taking on 2016 AJ Styles. It's a that's a that's a good match, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. we considered 2003 AJ versus 1997 Sean, but neither of them would want to lose, so I'd be in a bit of a pickle. I can't remember who it was, but like a couple of days ago, someone someone on Amina genuinely was trying to tell me that um, Ziggler, modern day Ziggler, is better than Michaels ever was. to be a real idiot. I'm going to predict um, it was the idiot known as uh, Keir Danger Kid. Who? Keir Danger Kid. Alright. Keir Danger Kid is a doll. Heaven. He's a, He's a buffoon. I can't... Uh, who was it? I just remember going, I don't think he deserved to have an opinion on the matter, mate. Like, well, I... Deserve the rights as a human being after uttering such words. I, it might have been someone in a in a rising shot. Oh, the rain is to be. But yeah, but Sean versus AJ goes about thirty-five minutes. Doesn't it? Doesn't overstate well done. Well, I like that. It's pretty good. It's about four and a half stars. You're really not giving it five. Yeah, no, because they're leaving room to do a trilogy. One time only. Or two times only. Once in Once. a lifetime. Twice in a lifetime. I'm still waiting for twice in a lifetime when we go to Rock versus Sigma 3. Uh, no, they've spent all the money on Pyro. A new sets for Raw. They don't have enough money to hire The Rock for a whole match. <laughs> can't afford Dwayne anyway. He only does your big budget blockbusters like Beer Watch 27 And The Mummy 2. The Mummy Return. <laughs> In Scorpion King. There's some stunning CGI, isn't there? Uh, I need to mention it. The Mummy is the greatest ride at Universal Studios, Florida. And only disagrees can come to my house and we will settle this in fisticuffs. 
better than the ultimate at Light Water Valley. Oh, I don't know because the mummy never struck and mutilated. Dia? Dia. Um, the ultimate did, which was pretty, pretty epic. Pretty epic. None of the staff noticed till the, the card came back and everyone saw it was crying and covered in the blood of the animal. Which is some top tier staff workers. Yeah, to, to be fair, could you imagine working at Whitewater Valley? Uh, yeah, you'd have to be a, a real a real nerd to work at Whitewater Valley, am I right? Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen to that. Just anyone who's wondering if Whitewater Valley is a theme park that I work at. That's some context for the last 20 minutes. Just like, a lot of this is going to be inaudible to most people. Yeah, I don't know what the audio quality of, of my recording will be. Even if the audio quality is great, um, just in general, half the things I've said. To be fair, our, our accents probably aren't going to help either. Yeah, and um, anyone who actually managed to get this far, I applaud you. In fact, I'm going to do um, if anyone actually listens to this far, I should do. I should say like a specific thing for someone yeah. to comment. Comment, um, comment the uh, the snowflake emoji on both mine and retro's um, profiles, and I'll I'll give you two hundred coins. Or something. I'll give you two hundred British pounds. It's like one hundred and seventy dollars, bro. Can't miss up on that. What's that in uh, Chinese money? Um, uh, I don't know, like 9,000 rubles. Rubles? I don't know. One of them's from Zelda, one of them's from India. I can't remember which one's which. Big money. Here comes the money. Here comes the money. Money, 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 Dollar, dollar. Dollar, dollar. Yeah, I hope Shane and his pudding face doesn't return the TV anytime soon. There is, there's just too much skin on that much face. There is. He's got such a saggy face. It's like he's got like, the face of a toddler. Like sags of the cheeks. He's like a sunken man. The sunken face of a man who died like 10 years Fan theory, Shane died in the helicopter crash and he's been like a really horrific DNA clone robot the entire time. That's why at the start he was like, alright, but now he's malfunctioning. Yeah, yeah, he's uprising as a human race and his face gets really, really red. So he isn't because he's, but his skin can't handle all the, like, the lights underneath. It's actually just red LEDs. Burning him. Yeah, covering him his little red face. Eee, poor Shane. That's my shit, though. Anyway. Wait, you're it your fan rating? What's Meltzer's rating? Probably about four and a half. So they're both giving four and a half? Yeah. Here goes over. It's pretty darn good. Sean goes over. Um, AJ goes for a phenomenal firearm. 
clean catch in the rest with your music. Ooh. Very clean. That's nice very close. For the one, two, three. Uh, after the match and the shaking hands, EJ pulls him in forearm. Gets us out the ring phenomenal forearm. Oof. Hello, mother. How are you today? And that right there is the sound of Mrs. Retro, Retro's mother, coming home from wherever she's been tonight. Um, so this is where we had a little cut there. So here's a little bit more of the chilled out interlude music, and then we'll get back into the podcast. Thank you to the Anchor app for being oh so fantastic at recording from multiple devices. Anyway, thank you for putting up with the audio, if you've got this far. Thank you for listening, it really does mean a lot. Once again, if you want to follow my Instagram, it's at editedbyarchie, no spaces or full stops. My amino on Wrestling Amino is just Archie. I've got a pretty blue profile picture at the moment with the lovely Billy Kay standing front and centre. Thank you to Retro for coming on. It was very lovely hearing his voice for the first time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening, guys.